to be interpreted of a holy life. Marvelous. So every year, in the Lord's Christ, we say, we need the ultimate life, bless the Lord, and forgive us all our sins, and then the priest, I mean, the priest of our Lord, and I get to be this wonderful invitation to live. That recounts this tradition, right, of this observance this church has to the age of time, and this conclusion of inviting the people of God to the observance of all of How do we want to do this? I wait. We go to the students of services today. I'm going to wait 365 days again to say that to the United States. Therefore, the observance of all of them. And so, as I pray about that, uh, I wanted to talk about what does it mean to observe a holy That's what I want to talk about today. And, you know, in some ways, the invitation is kind of easy. The church makes it easy on us because in that very invitation, the church gives us a list, right? And the list is pretty simple. It's self-examination and repentance, prayer, fasting, almsgiving, Reading and meditating on God's holy word. So, as we go through these 40 days, church now, next 40 days at Easter, and we try to prepare for the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, if you would like that holy rent, do penance for your sins. Spend more time in dedicated prayer. You should fast. Especially on this day of Zion. You should give all alms to the poor and support the church. And you should dedicate time to read and study the scriptures. These are the basic disciplines of the Christian life. So these are different things than we do outside of it. But the church calls us to renew them during Lent. They call us to rededicate ourselves to the disciplines of the spiritual life. Often, people also give up something they enjoy during Lent. That's always the question, right? What do you give up for Lent, right? And usually, some people give up something like chocolate, right? And sometimes it's something trivial, but you know, if you love chocolate, maybe that's a great sacrifice. In some cases, if you really love chocolate, the key, though, is that if you're giving up something for Lent, this should not be something trivial. It should be something important. But more than that, while it is true that you can give up other things for the sake of spirituality, you can give up video games or football or something that you love, it's also true that the church gives us those core disciplines for a reason. The church gives us hunger because it hurts. And it helps us overcome the other passions, frankly. So we cannot replace the spiritual discipline that the church gives us with other things. And also as a priest, I get asked by people, what should I give up for this? Right? People will say, hey, what, what would you recommend to me to give up for this? I get this a lot of people in the church show that these many spiritual questions and people are working, right? <laughs> I like to know the priest, I know. And so they'll ask me these questions. And I find myself, as I get older, more and more, recommending that people don't actually get something else, because normally what they're looking for is to give up something trivial, like truth. But recommending that they take on a spiritual discipline. 
But they take on one of these things that the church challenges us to do. So, as we begin with, I challenge you to take on a new, all of, if you're up to it, or one of these core disciplines, maybe in a way that you have not done so before. Then you take on a discipline of penance, and you guys have a conversation about what that means. Then you take on a discipline of praying the day and also. Then you take on a discipline of observing the fasting rules that the church has observed in her tradition that you give to charity for the church in any way that you have in the past. And as you truly read the scriptures, those are the disciplines that the church gives us to observe the Holy Land. But everything I just told you was said. Because here is my caution. My question to you was, what does it mean to have a holy land? And the church has given us these things as tools of the spiritual life. Penance, prayer, fasting, alms, and the scriptures. But be careful that you do not confuse the tools with the goal. To fast well is not to observe a holy land. To do charitable things is not to observe a holy land. Even to pray much is not to observe a holy land. These are tools which shape our hearts and bring us closer to Jesus Christ. The reason I tell you this is this is a mistake that I myself have made. And that thinking that by observing with great severity the disciplines of Lent, that that would mean I observe the Holy Land. So I am challenging you to do both. To observe the disciplines, but to not lose sight of the fact that the disciplines are tools to bring you closer to Jesus Christ. If you have heard me preach, you have probably heard me say that Jesus Christ is a cardiologist. Have you heard me say that? Jesus is a cardiologist because he is concerned with the state of our hearts. He wants to renew our hearts. And he gives us the tools of the spiritual life to make our heart like his. And if you were paying attention today, you heard this in Joel chapter 2. Yet even now, says the Lord, Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and raise your hearts, and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. This is how we have a holy land. By giving our hearts to the Lord, by referring to Jesus Christ with our full devotion and forming our heart as the church has taught us through penance and prayer and fasting and almsgiving and meditating on God's holy word. And so I say again with great joy, I invite you therefore to the observance of a holy life. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm.